Hello, my love. Welcome to the virtual lounge of the Single Women's Society. I am your dating coach and host and matchmaker, Kat Cantrell. Welcome to my home away from home. I am super excited. So I have this brand new office. So I had my open house last week and I have yet to record an episode in that new office. And I don't know, I don't know if I ever will be able to, because it's kind of a little noisy in there and I would have to figure out a lot of things, but here we are. This is our little virtual home away from home. So welcome to the show. If you're brand new, thank you so much for being here. It means so much to me because I know you could pick any other podcast and any other show to listen to. And instead you have decided to come and sit down with me. So I just want you to imagine that we're just having an open conversation today because I want to talk about one of the things that I'm seeing, uh, the most with my clients today. I want to talk about the idea of being open to love because I think we think that we're open to love, but at the end of the day, we may not realize, and this is one of the benefits of having a coach in your life. We may not realize that we're not being open. We may not realize that we're giving off signals that everything is closed off. And instead of being open and being in the moment and being able to bring someone in to your life at that moment, right? So I want to kind of explore that with you a little bit today, because I think that when it comes to truly being open, there's so many roadblocks that come into our way, especially if we have had a history, which most women have, most of you have history of being hurt, being cheated on, uh, being, not being able to trust someone really having a lot of bad history with relationships. And when we have all of this residue of the things that have happened to us in the past with relationships and even possibly from childhood, and we can talk, we're not going to talk about self-sabotage because self-sabotage is a form of really protecting yourself from things that we've learned how to protect ourselves from children as, as children. I want to talk about a process that you can come up with when it comes to opening yourself up for love. Hopefully as 2022 starts to dwindle down a little bit more, you'll be more uh, prone to like putting yourself out there and getting yourself back out there when it comes to dating. Hopefully, oh my gosh, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, right? Ladies, fingers crossed. Okay. So whether or not you've had horrible history with dating, you're afraid to open yourself back up again, or you are super shy and you're afraid to open yourself back up again, or maybe that you just haven't dated in so long. So you could be an extroverted person, but maybe you're just at that point where you're just like, oh my gosh, I feel so rusty. And I just haven't been able to put myself out there. Let's help you take some steps to be able to open yourself up a little bit to, to welcome people in, because here's the thing, not to be woo woo about it, but if someone, if you're on a date with someone or someone, uh, you have, uh, a possibility of having a date, maybe possibly a blind date to where you don't know them. 
and you're meeting them for the first time, there be, there's going to be some things that you're going to do and say that are going to tell the person that you're not interested. And what I mean by that is subliminally, like, like giving off an aura, right? So women talk about this all the time. People talk about this all the time that they, they, when they meet someone, there has to be like this sense of chemistry, this like energetic exchange, like you can connect, but there has to be something else, some oomph that's there to where you're like, mm, maybe it's there, maybe it's not. And what I want to help you do today is I want, I want to help you take some steps to that you're open so that you can be open to that possibility of having that connection and having that chemistry with someone. I want you to say yes. I want you to, to be a green flag when it comes to welcoming love in. I don't want you to be a red flag. I don't want you to put up a big red X. I don't want you to be completely closed off. And then at the end being able like, well, I don't understand why I can't find anyone. I don't understand why I can't find any love. Okay. So the first thing you need to do is first off, having the awareness that this is what's going on in your life, meaning that you are struggling with being able to feel open. Now I'm not, I think it's, I think it's important to mention that I'm not talking about a state of vulnerability, even though this is, this is being vulnerable, being open, just having the understanding of that the visual of being open to possibilities, not being open that you have to share your whole life story, but being open to the possibility of love and understanding that it exists. So that's really the first thing is being open to the possibility that love exists for you. Because when we have this mindset and we're, we're doing this negative self-talk, right? Where we're like, the last relationship I was so burned, or I never, I struggle so much with connecting with people or whatever this story is that you tell yourself, which sometimes, and I know I've said this on other episodes, sometimes the story that you're telling yourself is something that someone else has told you, right? So we don't tell these things to ourselves Usually it's that someone else tells these things to us. And then we go, okay, great. I'm going to take that on. That is now mine. And that is now my identity. Cause when women come to me and they say, I'm like this, I always say, who told you that? It's the first thing I always say, who told you that? Because I know you and I'm not getting that vibe from you. And I don't feel that way about you. So who is it that told you that? So the first thing is understanding that you're capable of being open to love, to be able to allow it in. And so what I want you to do is when you think of yourself being closed off, I want you to think about these stories that you say to yourself or the things that kind of go through your head to where you're that that's telling you that um, you're not capable of love or you're not capable of being open. And I want you to write those things down. Okay. And then I want you to flip it. So whatever that is, whatever that negative thing is, that's preventing you from being open. Okay. So it could be anything, whatever that negative thing or whatever that thought is, or whatever that process is, that's not allowing you to be open and to allow love in and to understand that you're capable of being loved. Because I think that that's, that's part of it too, is that we've had, like I said, residue from previous relationships. Like I remember my ex-husband was like, no one will ever date you. Well, you carry that around. 
even though I know that wasn't true, right? So there are things that you're carrying around that's preventing you from being open. And I want you to write those things down. If you're a client of mine, you know that I love for you to journal. And if you haven't gotten journal yet, please go get a journals 2022. Please go get a journal and write these things down. Okay. So the first thing is that I do, I want you to write down what are all these negative stories, right? What are all these negative things that are telling you that you can't be open? And then step two. So all of these negative things, okay, this is, this is what, this is what's, um, these are all the things that I'm saying to myself or that has been said to me that's preventing me from being open. And what I want, I want you to be really descriptive about this. This is this, this, um, can't find the words, this list that you're listing are qualities about you that you say to yourself that doesn't allow you to be open because really that's what paralyzes us is that we don't feel that we're lovable and we don't feel like we're capable of love because of all of these things. And so because we feel these things about ourselves, that's what prevents us to being open because we don't want to be exposed because we're afraid that if this person learns these things about us, that we're going to, we're going to be considered unlovable. That's really what all this is. When in turn, one of the things that I do with my clients is that it's my job to tell you all of the things that's beautiful of these things about you. So the second thing I want you to do is I want you to flip this. Like, what are all the positive attributes of whatever the negative thing is? I want you to flip it as if you are, you're talking to your best friend or you're talking, I know you've heard this before, other coaches have used this before to where it's like, use the same words as if you're talking to your best friend. Like they've even done like experiments where this negative self-talk that you tell yourself that you actually face someone else and you tell them this negative self-talk, right? You wouldn't say this to anybody. But the second thing I want you to do is I want you to understand all of the positive attributes from that come from these negative ones that you're carrying around. So once we realize, okay, these are my attributes. And then once we reframe them and make them into something positive, the third thing, and my client actually did this is she created her own, like open, I'm going to be open, uh, mantra. And as she goes out into the world and Cause she would shut down immediately. Like she would go to talk to someone and she would feel that she would feel herself closing up. And she really, her whole, she's one of the inspirations of this whole episode is one of her things is that she would, um, she would close up. So she really wanted to be open because she knows if she opens up that people are going to sense that and they're going to want to connect with her. I'm not going to share with you her mantra, but I want you to, I want you to come up with your own mantra about being connected and about being open. And it could be something as simple as I deserve to have connection or I'm worthy of love, or I'm worthy of being open. I'm worthy of being connected to someone, whatever that mantra is, that's kind of really encompasses what you're thinking and feeling as you're, you're having this fear that's basically navigating whether or not you're going, you know, it's preventing you from being open, right? 
And really the fear of being open is the fear of insecurity. And when you go through these steps where you're like, I'm going to list all these things. Number one, number two, I'm going to flip them around and make them positive, or I'm going to realize the source of where it came from and realize that this isn't worth my time and energy. And third, I'm going to come up with my own mantra. When you take ownership of this, when you take the power back, when you realize that all of this is within your control and that you do have the capabilities of being open with someone because you realize what a true gem you are. I don't know why I don't, I don't think I've ever said gem but you are, I love, like when I see gem, I see that like shining rhinestone in my head when I think of you, right? Like it's when you take that power back and you realize who you are and what you stand for and that these qualities make you the amazing, incredible human that you are. And you walk into that date, you're going to be more apt to being open because you, because you're taking ownership, because you understand who you are and what you represent. And you are not afraid because the insecurity and the fear is not guiding your presence is not guiding what you're putting out is not guiding what you are seeing in the world anymore. That truly that when you take ownership and you start building your confidence, because confidence comes from really owning who you are and understanding that you're beautiful right now in this moment, as you're listening to this. And that there's nothing that's going to change or alter this. There's no, there's no quick fix to this other than you sitting with yourself and being like, oh my God, I am an amazing human. And even though I'm shy, and even though I, you know, people have labeled me as this, and even though these are the things that I struggle with, as far as that's preventing me from being open, because maybe as a child, you were shut down every time you opened up, because this is all, again, these are all forms of self-sabotage. And this is preventing you from love because believe it or not, when you show up to that date and you're closed off, the person on the other side of the table is going to wonder why they're there because everything about you is going to say, leave me alone. And if you struggle with being open, you really don't have business being, putting yourself out there and dating, right? Like you have to be comfortable enough in your own skin to be able to open yourself up enough, not completely, not overshare like me over here, which I used to do all the time but just enough to where the person can sense that you're confident in who you are and what you stand for enough, enough. You don't have to completely love all of you. You don't have to be completely confident about all of you. It's not how it works, but just taking ownership. And you could even like, if you're that type of person, you could be like, I like one of my clients, she's like, I'm shy. So when she knows this about herself, she's like, I'm shy. And so I, she knows what her limitations are, but that's part of owning who you are being like, this is where I know my limitations are. This is nowhere. This is where I know I can step outside of the box enough to where I'm still comfortable, but yet still learning and growing versus not being able to open yourself up at all because you're constantly making excuses because you're this type of person. And the other person on the other side of the table can sense this and will sense this, and you will not make a connection on that date. And the person, and most likely you won't be able to have that connection at all. And the person most likely won't go on a second date with you, even though you're feeling it, you may be feeling it, but if you're not open up enough you cannot make a connection. 
And it's up to you to take that power back, to know what you're deserving of, to as far as who you are and take ownership of the incredible human that you are. Like these things that we're constantly telling ourselves that's preventing us from, from opening up, that's preventing us from love, that those types of things don't exist. It's that fake committee that we're all carrying around in our head that thinks that other people are going to judge us because of these things. And you know what? Vulnerability and opening up is the sexiest thing that you can do to allow someone in just a little bit to open yourself up. Someone might find that extremely enduring. The fact that you're taking ownership of it and you're walking into it. You're like, yep, this is who I am. And I love this part of me because I have these qualities. It's allowed me to be this type of incredible human. And it's allowed me to be on the stage here with you. So, <clears throat> okay. Well, I hope that helped you today. So this is a little bit of a I just, I don't, I feel like there's so many women out there that are preventing themselves from putting themselves out there because they're so afraid of opening up because really, truly they don't love who they are, these qualities about themselves. And my job as your coach is to constantly tell you all of these qualities are, is what makes you who you are and makes you the incredible human, beautiful human being that is lovable and that love is out there for you, but you have to own it. For yourself first, you have to be like, this is me. And I love this, that this is me. And just because this is me, it doesn't mean that I'm not capable of finding love. That's crap. It's crap. It's not a thing. It's not. Okay. Well, well, well. If you've listened to all of this and you're like, okay, Kat, you're right. I'm fed up. Maybe I need someone in my life, maybe an extroverted oversharer who likes making crazy Instagram reels, who will be your ultimate hype girl and cheerleader. My clients would tell you, I hype them up all the time. I see things in you that you don't see. It's part of my job. Within one session, I guarantee you that I can tell you the amazingness that you have to offer that you can't see. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Kat, yep, this is, I'm ready. I want you to reach out to me. You can just send me an email, cat at singlewomensociety.com, or you can go to singlewomensociety.com. And up at the top, it, there's, um, it says private group. That's my group coaching program, the Peacock Room. You can check it out and schedule your call or just email me and let's have a conversation. I'll just send you a link. It's completely for free. And let's talk and to see if I can help you. Because 2022 things hopefully are going to change to where you, let's, let me help you. Let me help you get to where you need to be so that you can seize this year. So you can start to have this fun and exciting dating life. Right? Right. Okay. Well, I hope you'll consider it. Consider this as a sign. I hope you reach out to me and all right. That's our episode for today. So if you're watching on YouTube, hey, what's up? Please make sure to like, subscribe, follow, and click the bell. So every time there's a brand new episode, you are the first to know. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, thank you so much, my love. I would love it if you would rate or review this episode. And please always make sure to subscribe. And if you're over on Instagram or on Facebook, come on over and follow me at Cat Cantrell. 
Okay. Thank you again for being here. Let me be your coach. I would be honored to be your coach and let's get 2022 off to the right start. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for being here. And remember my love, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. Bye.